Welcome to the Sports Marketing Huddle, a podcast that takes a look at all things marketing in the world of sports. Alongside Brian Cristiano, I'm Rob Cressy. I'd like to welcome Pete Toskis, SVP of Corporate Communications at ServiceMaster to the Sports Marketing Huddle. So Pete, I have to give you big props. We talked about the ServiceMaster tweets and follow-up campaign from Grizzlies coach David Fisdale's Take that for data rant in episode 205. So what we want to do is have you give us a peek behind the curtains. So let's start at the very beginning. How does the idea to create the tweet saying Service Master will pick up the fine start? Well, uh, as you know, uh, we've, we've been a longtime partner of the Memphis Grizzlies since they moved to Memphis uh, about 15 years ago. So just the relationship that we've had with them over the years has, uh, has really given us something that the rest of the city has, which is a close tie to the team and, and to many of the players. And I don't know how familiar you are with Memphis, but Memphis is all about uh, protecting the home team and Service Master is all about protecting the home. And thought that was a great fit. So our uh, PR agency, Olson Engage, and my team here in Memphis that supports corporate communications, uh, we got together and thought about what's a great way to respond to what is going to be a national story the next day uh, when Coach Fisdale ranted a little bit about the officiating in the playoff game. So were you guys expecting to pay the fine itself? I know you guys put it out there, but from a do we actually think we're going to have to pay this standpoint, where was your guys' heads at? Well, you know, of course, when we reached out to uh, – into social media and to the Grizzlies to tell them that we'd be willing to pay the fine. You know, we had a fairly good idea that the NBA wouldn't, wouldn't allow uh, corporations or sponsors to pay the fine for, uh, for coaches or players. But we also knew that because of our close relationship with the Grizzlies, there was a way that we could translate those dollars into uh, some other opportunity with the team and with the playoffs in town. Well, I I love it, and I think what you guys did, of course, was super smart. You know, capitalizing on an opportunity in the moment that made sense both for your brand, the team that you're involved with, and your local community. Obviously, it was a big hit, um, and it's why we noticed. I'm curious from your perspective: was there any point in time, either before you sent that tweet out or after, that you guys felt like, ooh? could we rub somebody the wrong way? Are we taking a risk? Or did you know from moment one, like, yeah, we're going all in. I think we talked a little bit about it and clearly you weigh the risks, but you know, I think um, social media is a little bit about being in the moment and right time engagement. And we thought we had an opportunity and with our brand and being local and being part of the community as the Grizzlies are and, us being a corporate sponsor for so long, we thought it was a, an intelligent risk worth taking. And obviously it paid off. You got a lot of uh, attention, both locally and nationally, which was fantastic. Um, talk to us about um, what that was like. Is there anything that maybe hasn't been in the headlines or that we've talked about that maybe would go unnoticed except for the Grizzlies and for, and for Service Master? You know, was there anything very interesting or unique of a conver- that came out of that conversation? I think it was, uh, I, I guess for us, the thing that um, was most impressive was how receptive the team was. I think, you know, when you have a, a good, uh, longstanding relationship like we do with the Grizzlies, uh, it made it a lot easier to have the conversation. You weren't coming out of, uh, you know, out of the out of left field with an idea. And we've, we've done some social media things with the team before. 
our, our employees, we've got about 2,200 employees here in the Memphis area, so they're very passionate about the home team. So I think it made it a very natural uh, outreach for us. Um, and we also know that the Grizzlies have a very strong social media following, so we knew kind of up front that it was a great way to connect with not just our employees, but also with Grizzly fans and with the community that follows the team so closely. One thing that I certainly liked was that you guys were full circle on this campaign. You just didn't stop at the tweet itself. In game four, you guys sponsored the towels. So once again, take us to that, to keeping the ball rolling, this momentum of we support the Grizzlies in this community, knowing that for a four-day span, you guys are straight fire. Yeah, you know, with the with the existing relationship with the Grizzlies during the regular season, we weren't actually planning on sponsoring Game 4, but uh, we came to that organically and talking to the team. And after we made the uh, initial offer on social media to pay the fine, uh, we, we worked with their marketing organization and felt like it was just a strong punctuation mark at the end of the activation to sponsor the game and to give away gr- uh, growl towels, as they call them here, and to the fans. And I don't know if anybody caught the game on television, but you could actually get a pretty good glimpse of the the towel most of the game, and it was an exciting game, of course. And every television close-up of fans waving the towels, you could see the Service Master logo front and center. So it made it all worthwhile, and the Grizzlies not only um, worked with us to sp- help sponsor the game, but uh, it was uh, we were able to use the dollars to fund um, the uh, the Grizzlies Foundation. And uh, I think that's just another way that we were able to uh, activate the relationship uh, on many levels. And it was a great all-around sponsorship for not just for uh, the Grizzlies, but I think for the folks here. We we got so much great feedback from our employees. And even the mayor stopped us uh, the next day and said he was really excited to see that we had jumped in on it. So I think overall we would look at this as a great example of what companies can do when they get involved early and they make a strong statement in social that they can back up. And most of all, they've got a great relationship um, in this case with, with with the home team. Well, everything obviously lined up, but I mean, if you're getting the mayor to pay attention, you did something right. Um, talk about the results of this, because it's not your traditional, obviously, campaign where you've thought about it, you've measured the potential results, you saw an opportunity, you went after it, and then you activated on that immediately. What were the results that you've seen as a, as a company from actually doing this? Well, I think one of the things, you know, you have to remember uh, about social media for us, it's not necessarily going to translate directly into sales. Um, I think, mean, you know, that, that uh, sometimes companies get wrapped up around that. But for us, you know, it's brand awareness and it's buzz in, in the social space with people who are hopefully using our products or need our services and the folks who eventually make buying decisions. And we got into places that, you know, frankly, aren't our normal media outlets. We got into Forbes uh, online. We got into Yahoo Sports. Uh, we got into some Grizzlies-specific publications. Uh, we got into pest control technology. One of our business units is Terminix. Uh, and we've done some other things in the past in the social space and sports with Terminix. So it was just an ongoing um, you know, example of when you, when you make these right-time engagements that you can end up in media that you never expected to, and you can uh, participate in conversations and have other people participating in conversations other than maybe your traditional customer base. 
after doing this, you know, is ServiceMaster going to be looking at more opportunities to do this kind of organic in the moment engagement? Or is it just kind of one of those things where if it happens to something like this happens to pop up and, and you notice it, you'll take advantage? Or are you starting to think about how to do this type of, of organic marketing more often? You know, we're always looking for smart opportunities to insert our brands where it makes sense. Um, you know, in this case, we had almost 100 million media impressions. That's not going to happen every day. But they were 100% positive or neutral. Um, and, you know, a lot of them were national. Um, I, I think, though, that part of the, the thought process of the team here, and we, and we work very closely with our, with our marketing colleagues, is to figure out what are the places where it makes sense for us to insert ourselves, right? It's not, every, not everything lends itself um, to right time engagement. But I think in this case and, and in other cases where we've done some things, you know, we're, we just want to be smart about where we insert ourselves and, and where we engage. And I think, you know, any company would tell you that having a smart uh, approach to this is what makes the most sense. You can't assume that something's going to go viral. You can't assume that something's going to have national exposure or have 100 million media impressions. But if you're constantly monitoring the news and we like to call it newsjacking, you know, get involved in something that's going on in the world and just jump in on the conversation and insert ourselves where we think we can make a difference. Um, I think we're always looking for those kinds of ideas. And I'm, I'm, I'm proud of my team. They've done a great job in this case, you know, spotting the idea, figuring out what a good uh, engagement would be, jumping on the opportunity and then staying involved to, to the end. Do you have any advice for brands that may be hesitant to do this because maybe it's something they've never done before because you guys certainly put yourselves out there and you obviously reap the rewards of this. But for the brands that haven't done something like this, do you have any advice for them? Sometimes you just got to take intelligent risks. You know, there's there's a lot of ways that you can get involved in the social space. Um Sometimes it's just experimenting a little bit in a relatively safe space. Um, and then it's kind of knowing, knowing the players, knowing the, the um, audience, know, knowing a little bit. If you're going to do something, especially like we did with a professional sports team, having a strong enough relationship with them so that you know that on the other end there's going to be receptiveness and a willingness to play along. And, you know, it's great to be able to piggyback on somebody else's social following as well. I mean, some of the comments that we saw uh, were extraordinary. We had people saying things like, you know, that's a company I want to work for, a way to stand up for Memphis. And in the long run, that helps build your brand. I think that was one of the things, that was one of the eye-opening things for me was just in ways that you didn't realize it could really, um, it could really help your brand long term. And sometimes you just have to, you know, take a chance and, you know, know that know that not everything is going to always go perfectly, and you know you're always going to have your naysayers out there. But if you've got a strong enough opportunity that makes sense for your brand, I think that's the biggest thing: is it's got to make sense for your brand. Service Masters in the business of protecting, maintaining homes and businesses, and part of what we do with our sponsorship with the Grizzlies is uh, we sponsor their defensive moment of the game, which is about protecting, and maintaining the home court. So there was a natural tie-in. And we wanted people to know, in our case, that we were protecting, uh, standing behind uh, our head coach and, uh, and the players. So I think, you know, having that natural tie is something to think about. It gives you a light to stand on and gives you some credibility. 
Yeah, I agree because otherwise it's just a brand trying to chase a story for themselves. And that's where I think from an outsider's perspective, you did it right, which was it wasn't necessarily about Service Master. It was about the Grizzlies. And then it became about Service Masters because of the stand that you took, which is fascinating. So here's my last question before we wrap this up. What's the biggest lesson that you that you and your company have taken from this? Well, I think the biggest lesson I've learned is sometimes I just got to listen to the people around me who have great ideas. I think as leaders, all of us sometimes uh, have to think about things from a lot of different angles. And, you know, in this case, my team had a great idea and um, they came to me with it. And I'm really proud of them having the courage of their conviction to say this was the thing to do. And when we executed on it, um, you know, it showed that they were absolutely right. So it's, it's listening and being open to maybe being in places that traditionally you haven't been in. Pete, well, we appreciate you coming on the Sports Marketing Huddle and sharing your insights and behind the scenes. We love it. Uh, we thought, think what you did was fantastic, and we'll obviously be keeping an eye on what you do moving forward. Thanks so much. Hey, thank you, guys. Appreciate your interest and for reaching out. As always, thanks for listening. You can subscribe to the Sports Marketing Huddle on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Stitcher.